3: everybody. It's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and brought to you by official sponsor Mike Wagner Show, international warring author, Miam Bolson's The Missing, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. We're here with a terrific lady who's an indie film producer who immigrated to the U.S. from Russia. She's a graduate from the New York Film Academy with a BA in filmmaking, pursuing her passion becoming an A-list Hollywood producer and she's on her way. She did um, Bidding of a Drug Dealer, Sleepless, Party Girl, Alienation, Leaving 24 Hours in Beijing, and she has a brand new film out which pays homage to the Spaghetti Westerns. If anybody remembers that, I mean you gotta watch a John Wayne movie sometime. (laughs) And also it's about a younger woman seeking revenge for the murder of her father at the hands of a Confederate general, shortly after the Civil War, finding himself well, herself in a game of well poker of course not a poker game but it's a different type of poker it's called the battle of sela bell we'll talk about that live ladies and gentlemen plus studios in beautiful downtown los angeles the amazing uh, indie film producer um to russia uh, from russia to u.s with love and of course Stella C- bell ladies and gentlemen multi-talented arena sakuna arena good morning good afternoon good evening thanks for joining us today
4: thank you for having me
3: Well, it's great to have you on board, Arena. So so you're an indie film producer who immigrated to the U.S. from Russia. You're a graduate from New York Film Academy with a bachelor's in uh, filmmaking and pursuing your passion, becoming an A-list Hollywood producer. You also had experience with uh, bidding of a drug dealer, sleepless, party girl, alienation, leaving... 24 hours in Beijing and you have a new film out called the ballad of La bell which pays homage to spaghetti western genre and about a young woman seeking revenge uh, for the murder of her father at the hands of a confederate general shortly after the civil war and before getting all that uh, arena tell us how you first got started
4: um got started in in la
3: um just uh going way back how'd you first get started way back
4: I mean, I, I've been writing since I was a kid and it's always been my passion. And, um, I wrote a lot and I, and then I joined like theater in school mm-hmm. as well. So I really like performing uh, arts and stuff like that. Um, so I kind of wanted to do, uh, my next step was like, I want to work on movies. Cause that's kind of like the new thing. And this is really fun. And I wanted to see all of my writing kind of come to life. So I thought that, you know, like is the best, place um for that. Um, So I I kind of started learning English late in school, later than most kids, but I had like very clear view of where I wanted to go. Um, So I I I really put a lot of time and studying and learning. And then in 2017 I moved to to the US and I started um, you know, um I, I started New York Film Academy and I started kind of going Towards my my goal, my dream. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: And was it one precise moment that simply influenced you into what you're doing for the rest of your career?
4: Um, I think it's it wasn't a very like one specific moment, but I think it's people that I met along the way because I knew I wanted to work in film and I knew I wanted to write, uh, but I wasn't sure exactly what direction I was going uh, when I started uh my, my school. um, And then I started meeting all of these people and all of these amazing teachers and all of these amazing professionals. And I realized that I looked up to so many, um, you know, women as well in producing department. And um, I just, I kind of was like, I want to be you when I grow up. And so I started following <laughs> their advice and I started doing kind of what they were doing and asking for mentorships and stuff like that. And I realized that I really like kind of working in, in that Particular field.
3: Mm -hmm. And who are some of my favorite um, you know, producers, directors, and um actors, actresses, uh, and especially movie growing up, and especially in Russia?
4: I think it's really hard to tell. I think that whenever people would ask, like, who my favorite director would be, I always say Tim Burton, because I really love stylized films and like artistic like very specific artistic choices Um, and so whenever I work even in producing obviously there's a lot of like um, more like organizational part involved I love working with creative people in general and just see kind of their uh, creative vision to be to, to come to life and that's why I love producing is because I see that they have a specific style and I want that style to be realized uh, kind of in, in movies and on, on picture. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I think that that that's one of the things that I really like about creative people. It's just like a specific style they're going for.
3: Mm -hmm. And what is, what is your favorite genre of uh, movies?
4: Um, I mean, I, I I really give chance to every genre. I think every genre has it's, you know, um, great parts about it. I think my favorite probably would be fantasy and, and mystery. Um, I, I like also the kind of like dark um, fairy tale type of things again, because I really like stylized thing. And I think fantasy and like fairy tale, it, it gives a lot of freedom to this stylized um, kind of thing.
3: Mm-hmm. And who are some of your favorite uh, actors and actresses growing up, especially movies?
4: Yeah. Um, I, it, it's hard because I think as a, as a kid, I, I kind of saw, people more as like characters rather than actors i would almost believe that they are the characters that they play um i think maybe maybe as a kid i was really fond of um angelina joey uh and and yeah i feel as a kid I, I had the whole phase of like watching all of the movies with her um so yeah that's probably uh, somebody <laughs> that i looked at what
3: was your favorite movie movie with uh angelina
4: um, it depends on what age. Uh, I, I think that as a I, I really like Lara Croft because, again, there's a lot of like it's an iconic character and there's a lot of stylization in the movies and everything like that. And then um, I like later on in life, I did a little um, modeling when I was 14, 15, and I watched the movie Gia. Uh, and I was also like, that was so beautiful and it was so, it was really sad, but I, I really, it it resonated with me a lot because I was kind of going through a lot of things with like trying to go for modeling for a little while.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. And certainly does as well too. He also made your mark in uh, movies as well with bidding of a drug dealer, sleepless party girl. Alienation leaving 24 hours in Beijing. And you also hit it with um, the ballad of St. LaBelle. We'll talk about that with Arena Sakun. But first, listen to the Mike Weidner Show at the MikeWeidnerShow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at SonicWebStudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs at below the competition way. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at SonicWebStudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give an official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, International warring author, Mia Molson-Zia. If you love fast paced Mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson-Zia. Available on Amazon, a paperback, and ebook. Missing is fast paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. It takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first to go missing. It's available on Amazon, a paperback, and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson has got great reviews. And Eva Eleven, and Joyce by Howard Celebrities, including Joanna Casty, Forge Riley, and MMs. So grab your copy today. Forge Goes Missing by Mia Molson available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Weidner Show at the on our 40 podcast platforms. Heard in 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, Pandora, Odyssey, YouTube, BitChute, and Robo. Make sure you subscribe to those channels. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, and more as well. Take us with you on any mobile device. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com, check out the Mike Weidner Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies—makes great gifts. Twenty-four-seven. Go to Amazon.com. Make sure you check out the Mike Waidner Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, like books, including Missing One, Some Wrinkles. Plus, great gifts like t shirts, pops, all good hoodies, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash me and Zia. Check it out today and support the Mike Weidner Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the Mike Show.com. We're here with indie film producer, immigrated to U.S. from Russia, and a graduate of New York Film Academy, Arena Saccoon, here on the Mike Weidner Show. Before we talk about um, the battle, battle of C. LaBelle, uh, you've been um, in bidding of a drug dealer, sleepless, party girl, alienation. Leaving and twenty four hours in Beijing. Tell us more about those films and what inspired you to uh, get into them.
4: Um, a lot of those films were um I was invited um as a recommendation from different people, and I was kind of wor- wanted to work on as many projects as possible to gain experience and and uh, kind of start like understand what my style of producing is and everything. Um, so I was really lucky to meet. All of the people that i worked with on those films um and yeah i mean you know each 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 film gave me new perspective on uh, like what it's like to be a producer and was like working with different people and stuff like that um yeah i mean uh it's party girl was also written by me as well um so that was you know especially the important project for me <laughs> um Yeah. So and then after that, you know, every other project kind of started coming in as well. Uh, I I made a lot of good friends, a lot of, uh, you know, important connections, I guess, and and people invited me again. I still get invited now. So my future projects as well. Um, So, yeah, I'm really excited. Some of them are also starting festival runs as well um pretty soon so there's a lot of work that has been done and, and is to be done still
3: mm-hmm. now is this the first time um you'll know, run these films in the film fest have you done them before and where where did you place if you'd been in the film fest
4: so um for the twenty four hour in Beijing, it actually did already go through the uh festivals and uh we actually won a couple uh we won an award and, and a couple nominations um so that's really excited. It's one of the older projects. Um as for the other projects, we. Uh, some of them are going through festivals right now some of them haven't yet and they're about to start um uh, obviously like the ball of Cey- belt just started the festival run so that's you know my current kind of priority in terms of festivals um but yeah I I uh I've been very busy um you know because I've been trying to work as much as possible uh and and I've been getting a lot of work so I haven't had the chance to go physically to many festivals, Um, but definitely for certain projects, I'm I'm excited to see where it's going and and hopefully next year I'll be able to like physically go and visit festivals already.
3: Mm-hmm. And of course, another canada for the fest as well too. Your latest the Battle of City La Belle. basically is a new film painting homage to the spaghetti western genre and about a young woman seeking revenge for the murder of her father at the hands of a Confederate general shortly after the Civil War. And um, you know, tell us about more about that film and uh when's party to uh get started on that project.
4: Um, so I, I, this is, this was the debut project for the director and, uh, he invited me to work on it. Uh, and it was just a really exciting project. And in fact, there were so many people there was like, There was talk going on in our school about (laughs) that project. And within our circle about this project, there were so many people who wanted to be a part of it. So I feel so incredibly lucky that, you know, I was invited to produce this project. Um, It was a lot of work, but it really, really... Uh, pulled it off, which I'm so proud of, you know, myself and the director and everybody involved in this project. Um, It came up to look so amazing and to sound so amazing. And it's just, you know, the acting, everything was so great. And it's so rare to see period pieces um, shot in this kind of format. And uh, especially Spaghetti Western, it's kind of already almost a forgotten genre um so for the director it was especially like a passion type of thing um so I I feel like we really did a good job of paying homage to the genre uh and yeah it just I'm I'm really excited for more people to see it now that it's on festivals I and I honestly have so much faith in it because I know it's gonna do amazing
3: mm-hmm. what, what what attracted you to the uh spaghetti western genre that that was uh that was like big in the 30s 40s 50s 60s 70s it kind of just leveled off and then Clint Eastwood I think had um a couple that kind of just you know you know came back for now it's like on um on Paramount I think was it um Tombstone Yellowstone I think there was also um quite a quite a few so what, a, what attracted to you and what are some of the qualities that really attract you to uh spaghetti westerns
4: I think that uh, it is, once again, it's it's a very stylized thing, you know, it's wardrobe and its location and it's so many things. And it was definitely a first uh, like a project of the, that was a period piece for me at the time. Um, so it was kind of challenging for me. And I really was so excited to take on that challenge. Uh, and it, it came out even better than than we expected. Um, and so I, I definitely was excited because it was a period piece and because it was so stylized and to work with, you know, a specific type of acting and specific type of uh, props that were uh, specific for the period piece. And it was supposed to be, you know, it wasn't supposed to be about like how American Western is. It was supposed to be specifically spaghetti Western. So we were paying homage to the Italian people making Westerns. So it was was really fun. It was so specific. And the the creative parts of it was like, you know, we, we wanted to make it very, very authentic.
3: Hmm. That's really interesting. And he, he threw the Italians in there as well, too. it's was just like, you know, we
4: made this or something.
3: It's like, we think those Americans, I, I think he kind of started a war on that one. So <laughs> It
4: was, um I was talking to, to the director recently, and he said that while working on sound for this film, he made sure that he would put, uh, the, it was such a small detail that most people would not notice, but he put a, like a background sound of a bird at some point of the film, uh, and that bird is very specific to a part in Italy. So that bird does not live in United States. There's, they don't, you know, it's not a natural habitat for that bird. It's very specific to an area in Italy. So, and and they put it there intentionally because it's supposed to be kind of like it was shot in Italy.
3: Mm-hmm. And right. there are many
4: details like that. Mm-hmm.
3: And, and, and it does sound like a really good one too. And another one I thought of was like, what was it? Um, 310 to human that was kind of another one as well too and um and and of course what are some of your favorite uh spaghetti western movies that you saw or you're planning on
4: um i can't really name many of my favorite i feel like i to be honest i wasn't looking to um i wasn't necessarily a fan of spaghetti western genre up until like i started making the movie because that's why it was so challenging for me um i was interested in making the movie so i wasn't necessarily looking um at at, at it as in like oh i've I've been watching the genre for so long and now i want to make it my own it was really like oh now i have to do so much research because i know nothing about it um so I, i can't really say about my favorite stuff because honestly my favorite is this movie because I you know, I made it and I worked on it. And so this is my favorite spaghetti western, really.
3: Mm-hmm. And and of course it's about um a yo a young woman seeking revenge for the murder of her father at the hands of a Confederate general shortly after the Civil War, and of course finding herself in a game of poker. So y'all tell us more about that aspect.
4: Um, so that was a very Another kind of challenge that we had because uh, it was a very specific game of poker and it had to, there was a lot of continuity involved. Um, So we spent a lot of time figuring out exactly how the game went. And even though for most people who would watch the movie, you can't even tell really what's going on. People don't pay attention to the cars. Obviously they pay attention to the actors and the dialogue (laughs) and everything else. But for us, it was really important to keep up with the continuity. So we had this very specific game going on. We wrote everything down, we planned who puts how many cards at what point and what it mean what it meant? We needed to find a person who knows something about poker, who knows how to play it, who can map out exactly the plan of what people do, and also corresponding with their characters and how much they know about poker. So, you know, it, it's such a small detail because obviously, what really matters in the in the story is not the game of poker itself, but we put a lot of thought into it, and there was a lot of planning and, and work that went into it
3: hmm And and of course, there's a lot of intrigue as well, too. Getting revenge, um, you know, almost like your typical spaghetti western, you know, like Clint Eastwood, John Wayne, and um and, and all the others, and all the others as well, too. And um, you know, of course, you think about spaghetti westerns and more and everything else. And of course, you know, I mean, we're talking about poker a little bit. Have you have you ever played poker?
4: Um, I, I, have a couple times, uh, it was more like people trying to teach me how to do it. So I was definitely not the one figuring out how, like exactly the game I was trying to help and I was observing it. Um, which, you know, I, I, I have so much respect for people who were doing it because it's in really complicated. Um, I'm not very good at it. I probably tried maybe twice. Um, but that's about it.
3: <laughs> I'll give you a little tip. Bluff on a pair of twos. I'll tell you that. You know, go all in and just bluff the heck out of it. So <laughs> you never know what to win. So I'll take
4: the I'll, I'll take the tip. <laughs>
3: and, and of course, you know, having all these films, you're looking to be like uh an A-list Hollywood producer. Um you, you know, what Hollywood produ- what Hollywood producer are you looking to um to be like or be similar or you know, kind of like you know, maybe take a style or two. It's just like you know, who are some of the um, a list Hollywood producers that you admire? You want to be like, or maybe just you know, take bits and pieces of uh, what, what what they do and form your own style.
4: Yeah, I mean, I really um want to meet people in person because it's really hard to tell. You know, we 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 see the the work, but we don't know exactly what their process is. And for me, I I love. Uh, Mike, I guess my personal style is that I want people to be able to realize their vision, obviously. And I want people that the whole entire team to be happy with their work and with the conditions of work and how they work on set. So I I do really want to meet more people so far. I'm looking up to people, not necessarily the, the famous producers, but people who I have met you know, people who I have worked with on set, because those are the people who whose work I've seen. And th- those are the people I can really learn from, because it's really hard to see the work of people that, you know, you see their name on the on the screen in the beginning of the movie, but you don't know exactly what they did and how they did it and what their process was.
3: Mm-hmm. And of course, you certainly learn from the best. And uh, of course, um, the Ballad of uh, Celia Bell is out right now. Where can we find your film and uh, all your works at, Arena?
4: Um, So Sadie LaBelle, it just started the festival run. So, you know, you would see it in the festival. If you ever go to any of the festivals that is screening it, um, I'm excited for you to see it. Um, It's not anywhere out in a public access just yet. Um, Actually, in fact, most of the movies, because they're either still going through some festivals or just finished it, it's kind of hard to find a public access of it. Um, There's a lot of projects that are about to be released and are soon to be released, uh, but nothing specifically that you know you can you can just find in easy access. But I'm I'm excited because a lot of the things are going to be on festivals and and hopefully soon released on streaming as well.
3: Okay, we'll certainly check those out. What's coming up uh, in 2023 for Arena Sokun? We'll find out in just one minute. Listen to The Mike Wagner Show at themikewagnershow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios, and brought to you by official sponsor The Mike Wagner Show, international warring author, Mian Mulson Z. Missing. We'll be back with you, multi talented indie film producer of The Battle of Say LaBelle, Arena Sokun, after this time.
0: The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level.
1: Hey, everybody, my name is Forbes Riley, and I'm an American actress and a TV host, and I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is extraordinary relation of ordinary people based on a real life relationship. It's just, it's well written, it's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter, and it's very well done. I'm gonna highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing, it is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshe Zia, he is the author of Missing. And I wanna give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website, it's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing. Available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye.
3: Hey, hey, this is Ray Powers, and boy, are you in luck. Right place, right time. Tuned in to The Mike Wagner Show. You heard me. We're back to Indie Film Producer, Um, from the Ballad of Sae LaBelle, Arena Saccoon here on the Mike Wagner show in just a few more minutes. Arena, what else can we expect from you in 2023 and beyond?
4: So um, as uh the Ballad of Sae LaBelle entered its festival run, I um I was just so excited to hear back from uh Rodrigo Casada, the director of the Ballad of Sae LaBelle, and uh he invited me on this new project, which is you know bigger and 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 just so much more complicated but also so much so exciting um and it's called uh operation flower Bad, oh, nice. and it it is now again it's a it's a period piece but this time it's in the 70s um and it's charlie's angels inspired uh pilot of a show mm. um and you know I, i'm just so excited to work on it uh it's action filled um uh, inspired by charlie's angel tv series um so it's kind of like you know it's in the 70s so it's disco balls bell bars <laughs> <vibrant laughs> and colors.
3: Farrah being famous that's another one charlie's angels may be Farrah. that was a big f word <laughs>
4: so yeah and and so it's it, it's really exciting because you know all of these vibrant colors and big hair and you know in, in the midst of it all is is the uh femme fatale spy women saving the world um, it's just it's so incredibly fun to conceptualize everything and we're working on, on pre-production right now, but it's just so exciting because I've been we're going to be working on it you know uh, late this year next year as well um and it's as well I, I know that it's just the beginning because we're planning to, this is kind of the 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 first step of an even bigger projects. Um, so Operation Flowerbed is just something that I'm really looking forward to, and uh, we already started work on. And um, there's a lot of work ahead.
3: And we're certainly looking forward as well too, especially the rebirth of Charlie Angels. You never know. And uh, and who do you consider biggest influence in the career arena?
4: Can you repeat that? Sorry,
3: I- I'm sorry. Who do you consider biggest influence in your career?
4: Um, it's it's hard to pinpoint one person. Um, I, I think I take bits and pieces from every person I really meet. I think that a really big inspiration for me was actually one of my, my teachers, uh, from New York film Academy. And, um, she was, uh, she's such an amazing woman and, and she's such a, uh, hardworking woman. And I, she really inspired me to, to try producing because at the time it was more so in the beginning of my career at at, at NIFA. um and I wasn't sure it it felt like producing was too much work for me almost and that it was like you know so much um but she really showed that it's it's a very interesting work and there's she showed me all of the beauty of it and she inspired me so much I really looked up to her um so I you know it it's not like a celebrity type of figure, but I, I really think that she was probably the first person that made me think, wow, I, I kind of want to do this. And I, I believe that I can do that. Hmm.
3: That certainly does sound interesting. And what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point?
4: Um, I think that the best advice, something that I've learned for myself as well recently is to always uh, be proactive about everything. If you ever want anything, um, try anything you can think of trying. And that's the only way to reach your goals. Just waiting around for anything will never bring bring you closer to your goal. It's always being proactive.
3: Mm-hmm. And that's a very good point indeed as well. We're here with the uh, multi-talented indie film producer, um from Russia with love over the US, uh, Arena Sakuna of uh, the Battle of St. here on the Mike Weiner Show. Arena, very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date, keep in touch. Love to have you back once again. What's your website? How do people contact you? Where can people purchase or check out your works?
4: Um, so I you can obviously check out my Instagram, which is um, arena.sakun. Um, and uh, I, I mean, you can definitely check out. Uh, many festivals which my movies are going to be into uh, you um, can contact me through my email which you can find on my Instagram as well uh, so I would be happy to collaborate with people if anybody wants to collaborate with me um, and yeah I'm excited just for you guys to see more films made by me
3: Sounds great. We'll certainly check that out. Once again, Arena, very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up today. Keep in touch. Love, have you back. Wish you all the best. And, Arena, you definitely have a great future ahead of (laughs) you.
4: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
0: The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios.